Ew. Smells like it's time for another Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Oh, there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. Hello. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? Oh, boy. He said all that shy is right. Jeez. me, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, Paul. Excellent. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shayetti. How are you doing? I'm alright. So what's this episode going to be about? Well, we're out and about today. I have a hospital appointment. I'm going to take you with me. But also, well, we're going to turn it into a bit of a day trip. It's not the most um, lovely and sunny day out there. But, uh, yeah, it, it seems a shame when I'm paying the money to go to the hospital just to go there and do nothing else. So, yeah, I've got a little bus trip planned and a train trip and maybe a, a shopping trip. And, well, we'll see how it goes. I'll see how my energy lasts. Okay, so let's run the theme music, and when I come back, well, I'll tell you a little bit more. Okay, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. I mean, I'll, I'll go anywhere for potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you, Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Yeah, he has. I love the Yeti test. It's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. But has the Shy Life podcast slowed down? I don't think so. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all gooey and greasy and yum, 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 yum. Wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. So, yes. Um, it's currently 7.03am on Tuesday the 7th of March uh, 2023. And I've just booked my train ticket. Uh, my train goes in about 45 minutes or so. And uh, I've got to go to Wimbledon, but I've also got to change at Surbiton because the train doesn't stop at Wimbledon at this time of day. Um, it was always a pain back when I used to go into work. But, uh, yeah, the, these are the sorts of trains or the sorts of times of trains that I used to um, use when I used to go to work. Um, but, uh, yeah, so to get to Wimbledon, I have to change at Surbiton. Uh, then I have to go and get a bus to the hospital, uh, St George's, and um, then it, I'm only the hospital appointment is only about my CPAP for my sleep apnea. I just I don't know they, they haven't seen it since before the pandemic, uh, 
the appointment's at 10 o'clock, and then um, I should be free for the rest of the day. Um, so after that, I'm thinking of catching a bus from the hospital to Richmond. That's sort of like one end of the bus route to the other. But um, I'm not going to do a lot when I get to Richmond, but I want to go to Whole, Whole Foods um, and see if there's any treats there. And um, then we'll probably get the train back, which also means changing at Staines and Weybridge. Uh, so, yeah, but they should be quite easy changes. So, uh, anyway, um, I need to go and get ready. So um, I'll probably see you when I get to the train. Um, we'll probably have clips and things I've pre-recorded um, throughout this episode as well. So... Uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. Okay, um, I'll speak to you again in a minute. Hi, listeners, I'm on the train. Um, just like the old days again. Uh, just left my station and uh, coming up to Weybridge where I'll probably be changing on the way home later on this afternoon but uh, I'm staying on the station oh. is Weybridge change here for Adelston, Chelsea, Virginia Water, Egham and Staines please uh, oh, mind yes. the gap between the train and the platform edge. I will do that. Um, I'm going on to Surbiton, and that's where I change to get the train to Wimbledon. Um, so I'll I'll um, listen to some music until I have to do that, and I'll speak to you again in a moment. OK. Hey, listeners, I'm at Surbiton Station. Um, uh, if you... Um, you see on the news that the trains are half empty, they're not half empty. If you see on the news that the trains are half empty, uh, they certainly aren't during the rush hour. Uh, that train was packed to the gills, and as I got off in Surbiton, there were, was standing room only. It was just like it was pre-pandemic, so um, don't worry too much about those poor about those poor train companies who who apparently aren't making enough money because there's nobody riding the trains. The trains are packed. Um, maybe they're not at certain other times, but they certainly are from the rush hour on the route from my house. Anyway, so now I have to try and get on a train um, from Surbiton to Wimbledon, which is only, well, it's one big stop, or there are some smaller stops that it might stop at, but... Uh, um, hopefully, hopefully I can get on, <laughs> but uh, we shall see, um, yeah, you wouldn't think that 10 o'clock was a particularly early appointment, but it is when you have to negotiate the rush hour, and also the trains don't stop at Wimbledon from my stop directly until after about 10, so uh, I'll have to remember next time I have an appointment to ask for it to be a bit later. Anyway, um, I should wait for my train. It's not the next one, it's the one after, I think. Okay, okay. 
Surbiton. This train is for London Waterloo. The next station is Ferryland. I'm on Wimbledon station now. Of course, my train. Of course, the train left me the furthest point from the lifts to get out of the station. So I'm just having a vest uh, before I start doing that. Um, train wasn't as busy. I couldn't really speak on the train though because uh, it, it, it was busy enough that. Uh, um, it was busy enough that uh, it would have been awkward to get the phone out and stuff. Anyway, it's 8.44. got an hour and 15 minutes before my appointment. But that doesn't sound good. The underground is actually... Uh, um, uh, ...starts at Wimbledon as well, or the district line. Sometimes when I used to have to go from one end of the district line to another, when I went to see uh, my ex Kirk, um, yeah, it's quite a long journey, but you can get on at Wimbledon and just sit all the way around. Um, well, sometimes you had to change, but uh, uh, anyway. So uh, I uh, I've got to go and get the bus now. So I'll. Uh, and do that. Maybe I'll speak to you on the bus. I don't know. It depends how busy that is. So we shall see. Okay, right. Um, let's let me do. Let me go and do the next part of the uh, journey. Actually, um, it, it might be a good time for you to listen to something now. Um, we've got plenty of things recorded, especially for uh, episodes. So uh, chats and all sorts. So. Um, let's see. I think I quite fancy some Would You Ever chats this episode. I've got at least two of those recorded already for you. So let's see how it goes. Have a listen and then join me again in a little while. Okay, um, more later.
lovely. Hello. You're back. Hello. Yes, uh, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, the oven is on. Uh, read into that what you will. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, well, you'll, you'll be the more exciting end of this call then when, it, when we finish. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had my dinner. But anyway, I, I was... I was going to ask you some would you rather questions um, sure because yeah. I think there must be other things going on elsewhere um, and, and we've, we've we've been called in to, to fill a gap I've, I've called myself in and you to, to fill in a gap with something else going on so um, yeah so you've done these before we we did these when we were, were stuck in the theatre that time indeed um, um, my rather ill-fated birthday last year but uh, so Talking about cooking, the first question I've got is, would you rather be a good cook or be well organized? Um, I didn't start, I didn't, I don't come up with these questions. Some of these questions I'm thinking, oh, does that mean to be a good cook, you have to be, you have to be disorganized? But I mean, I don't quite see how the things are related, but let's answer the question. Would you rather be a good cook or be well organized? Uh, good cook. That's easy. I don't tend to sort of look at recipes I tend to just throw things in. I tend to sort of know sort of what I'm going for and stuff. So if it's like a, a cheese sauce, for example, or if I'm doing um, something involving vegetables and the seasoning and stuff, I'm not going to start looking up, oh, this needs certain spices, this, that, and the other. It is kind of like trial and error. And dare I say it, that it comes to my mother-in-law in France, actually, Although my mother-in-law has recipes and things, I would say what I do is I kind of memorize to a certain degree um, my mother-in-law's recipes. So recently I did a cassoulet, which is basically a sausage and bean stew. And like um, a cassoulet is one of those things that there's not like one definitive version of it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a sausage and bean stew. And it's like, are you going to use chicken stock? Are you going to use vegetable stock? Are you going to sort of put sort of um, pork rind in? Or are you going to sort of put bacon fat in and this, that and the other and stuff? And quite often it'll be like, well, what's in the fridge? You know, and even, I'll say this quietly in case my mother-in-law is listening, I've done a <laughs> cassoulet with baked beans. Although yeah. I've drained, drained the sickly tomato sauce out of the baked beans and just use more of the baked beans. So... Yeah, I'd rather be a big good cook, and I think that's definitely the way to my wife's heart. Is that sort of <laughs> she she likes me being a good cook with working long hours and stuff. So there we go. I'm not sure I'm a good cook, and I'm definitely not that well organised. So I'm not sure uh, to be <laughs> to be either one of those would be uh, an improvement. So uh, anyway, okay. The next one is: Would you rather give up social media or Netflix? I'm not even sure if you have Netflix, and I know you don't do a lot of social media. But... Uh, well, that's an interesting. I've given up Netflix, and I repaired back on social media as well. I gave up on Facebook a number of years ago because I had that situation where you basically bump into somebody, be it at work or a social event. They say, "Oh, can I friend you on Facebook?" And as you know, people eyes, "Oh, yeah, of course, yeah." And then you look at their feed, you think, "You're an idiot." Why, why am I why am I looking at this I mean I'm not complete sort of kick the habit because um, I look at um, my wife's uh, Facebook feed but I see some of the people that she's quote unquote friends with and I go oh my god it's just like <laughs> we're surrounded by idiots uh, so in in that respect sort of yeah I've already got rid of Netflix um, an interesting one actually today was um, 
Well, there's been two, actually, but I'll talk about the one today, is that um, there was a friend of mine that posted something, which is one of my bugbears, which happens a bit on my stream, not too much, is when sort of people park on the curb and people with um, wheelchairs or prams or what have you can't get by. And I was like, yeah, too right. It's like, and then this, I'll try and turn turn my language down, this idiot basically sort of chips onto this Twitter conversation and said, yes, deals. Um, this idiot came on and said, oh, you know what? You should grow up here and put your big boy pants on and just get over it. And it just made me really, really angry. And then I had a look on his Twitter profile and Kel Surprise, all he does on his Twitter profile is complain about things. And I was so tempted to say, do you know what? You should grow up here and put your big boy pants on and get over it. And um, it's... I, I, I stopped because I thought if I do that, I can do that kind of like, oh, look at me. I'm being sort of, you know, clever and sort of arch and like sort of, you know, you know, bassing it back to them. But I thought, no, don't, because like you'll just get into this whole world of like sort of sewage and like I stopped myself. So um, in terms of social media and as well, like um, I tend not to sort of do too much. I um also my social media I tend to be apolitical. Obviously, I have political views, but and I have certain views on something. But it's that classic thing: if you post on social media and you say one thing, you know for a fact, loads of people are just going to jump on and jump on you and just like sort of completely sort of like tear you to pieces. So um, my answer, in a convoluted way, is like I've already got rid of Netflix. And I've pared down my social media. I tend to sort of do the thing with social media. I tend to make it more positive. So, like, um, it tends to be more things like, um, here's a picture of Monroe. He's a nice cat. Or, like, um, like this morning, we went to see some greyhounds. Or, like, oh, went out and did a park run and stuff. Or, like, as you know, like, I go to the lakes a lot. And it's like, um, oh, I'm in the lakes. And, um it's more just like sort of trying to sort of do more positive things because it can just get so toxic social media. And like, I know, I know from other friends, I mean, Dr. Who is the classic example, isn't it? Like, um, that like something happens in Dr. Who, especially new who, and people are like, Oh my God, that's terrible. Then no, 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 no. it's like, and I'm like, it is what it is. And I'm not going to get into this conversation, you know? Yeah. It's, it's so difficult. And, and I, I, I was, I think I, I, if it wasn't that question, I've definitely discussed this with, with, with Nick. And I've said, the thing is, everyone's got different in their heads, what different things mean. It's it, like, well, I, at least I think they have, like if somebody you're, you're, you're having a long conversation with somebody and they suddenly decide to end the conversation. I mean, I was trying to end like say, well, I've got to go now. Or some people just put like a thumb. And, and and I think that can be quite passive aggressive, or but that's just my interpretation. And Nick was like, "Oh, I would never interpret it like that." And I'm like, "I'm not saying. Well, I'm not saying that you do that to me, but 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 that's but that's just my interpretation. In, but everyone's going to have a different interpretation. It's, so it's an absolute minefield. Um, you know, you know, I I, I do the upside down smiley as a sort of oh i'm being silly but i don't know if anybody knows that that's i don't know i don't think anyone knows what that is for but i just presume it means you're being silly um but 
it, it's a language that everyone's got different interpretations of, and it's a potential minefield, uh, or not. Some obviously people don't think it is, but I think other, but if other people do, and nobody says anything, it, it's oh dear. But we've cancelled Netflix as well at the moment. So, uh, but I have I have alternatives, and I have thousands of DVDs. So it's not not really been missed. Okay, let's try another one. Would you rather spend a day switching radio stations and hearing the same song, or switching TV stations and seeing the same show? Interesting one. I'd probably say, dare I say it, switching TV stations. Um, radio, I find very difficult these days. And what's interesting, actually, is with the whole Ken Bruce leaving Radio 2 thing, I'd say, because I departed Radio 1 um, probably <laughs> at the end of the 90s. I mean, I used to listen to it a lot, but then uh, for whatever reasons, I did switch to hear your hello deals. I did switch to Radio 2, and back in the day, it was the sort of classic Radio 2 of Terry Wogan, but you had like things like the organist entertains and all these other sort of like very sort of specific programs. And like, there was a brass band program and this, that, and the other. And this was probably going back to when I was still commuting from my, um, first home in Royston to London. So like, um, there'd be many times if I went out for drinks with people from work on a Friday, I'd get back to King's Cross at nine in the evening and I'd sort of put Radio 2 on with my sort of whatever it was meal that I'd picked up in King's Cross. Um, with TV, though, um, so that was basically me saying I've kind of given up on Radio 2 and Ken Bruce and everything. But with TV, TV a lot of the time is just a background thing. Mm-hmm. So TV for me, it could be sometimes I'm working from home. I have something on in the background and things repeat themselves. Or um, if I'm doing some music or this or the other. But I think sort of from a practical point of view, if I'm in the car listening to the radio, it annoys me more if like um, stuff keeps getting repeated more and more and more. So that's why, dare I say it, I listen to podcasts and things because like it's new original content and people should support their local podcasters and do all they can do to support them, yeah. So it's not that clear in that question because it says hearing the same song, that's clear. But seeing the same show, does that doesn't specify that could be that, the same. Sh- I, I would take that to mean it's showing the Avengers. That, that's the show. That's not the episode. It should have said, if it wants it to be comparable, it should have said the same episode of the show. So we may have stumbled upon, yeah, that, that might be the better option because we might get loads of episodes, although we might get a show. No, um, that, no, that sort of that hones it down a bit, actually, because it could be ITV4 or yeah. Talking Pictures yeah. that's doing an old episode of Saint or The Champions yeah, or yeah. The Avengers and stuff. Yeah, whereas the and same like, song is the same song, and that's you yeah. can't get well, out inter- of Interestingly, I did listen to Greatest Hits Radio today, and they put Bohemian Rhapsody on, and I literally just muted it because like oh my god no it's just like that's such a sort of obvious thing to put on radio and i can't be bothered to listen to it so yeah as you know I'd, I'd probably more like to listen to more um or watch more things on tv i'd say yeah this is a a, a weird one but hopefully not <laughs> a yes or no or whatever um would you rather have other people think you smell like bacon or have every person you meet smell like bacon to you uh well it's funny you should mention that I love bacon. Um, <laughs> ba- bacon is my standby in terms of, I mean, it goes back to what I was talking about cooking earlier. 
in fact, um, this morning I constructed the most majestic of BLTs. Um, we had some ciabatta bread, which I toasted lightly, had some mayonnaise. I actually had sourced some tomatoes and stuff. And um, we had this lovely BLT to start the day. And um, oh, bacon for me is just like sort of, it's it's a no-brainer. So like, much as I respect my friends who are vegetarian or vegan, but yeah, bacon is, you know, such a good vibe, shall we say. The only trouble is you might decide to become a cannibal. <laughs> Everyone turned up at your door smelling like bacon. Well, the way things are going with the cost of living, I wouldn't rule that out. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> outside around the corner from the bus stop I've got out of the station up the lift and out through the barriers popped up my oyster card and uh, now I've just got to go around the corner for the bus uh, it's nearly nine o'clock now so uh, still got an hour hopefully the bus won't take more than half an hour anyway um, I'm not supposed to go into the hospital too early anyway. I hope they haven't changed the location of the uh, the actual place I've got to go to because I'm sort of just going to go on autopilot to you know where I know I usually go for that uh, particular appointment. But anyway, we'll see. Uh, okay, I've had a little rest, so 
I'll go and get the bus now. Uh, more in a bit. Oh, I hope you enjoyed the, um, the, uh, the clip, whatever I put. Um, yeah, good, wasn't it? Oh dear, oh dear. Somebody's in a bad mood. <laughs> more in a minute. Looks like we're finally out of that mask. Okay. So this is the mask that I'm going to switch you on to. Yeah. Let's try it on now before yeah. I send you away with it. So we know that we're happy with the mask. And this is the type of mask we do give uh, to people with beards, because again, mm -hmm. with that extra strapping, yeah. it keeps it a bit more in place. So very, very similar. If anything, probably a bit better. They're bulky. Hi, listeners. Golly, that was uh, a bit of a palaver, to say the least. Um, it's, oh, I don't know, 11 o'clock or something. Um, that was a bit of a, um, yeah, a, tra a trauma situation. <laughs> Getting to the hospital. After I spoke to you at Wimbledon Station, I went for the bus. I must have just missed one, because it was another, I don't know... 25 minutes before the next bus came and although it said bus is due in 10 minutes what it means is that the bus is 10 minutes away so if something slows it down it's still 10 minutes away it can be 10 minutes away for, for an extra five minutes so probably waited at that bus stop for half an hour it, it didn't leave the bus stop until 25 to 10 so suddenly i had 25 minutes and the traffic was very slow and then it had to stop for five minutes to change drivers and then there was some problem where it wasn't stopping at Tooting Broadway uh, although it said that it was going to drop us off at the hospital itself so I thought well that may save a few minutes except when it got to the hospital it dropped me off in an entrance I've never been to before so I had no idea where I was compared to where I needed to be so and it also didn't say main entrance, it said St George's University Hospital or something like that. Um, and it was also where the students went and had lectures. So I sort of slowly walked in that direction, hoping it would lead me. Luckily, I, I finally started to see directions to St James's Wing, or whatever it's called. And I, I got there to the reception. I was only about five minutes late, but I was out of breath. I was like, I, I couldn't even muster up a a proper excuse because I I could barely get the words out and he said oh it's fine and um, so I sat down filled in the little questionnaire you have to, that you have to fill in um, the guy came out um, gave me some new equipment for my CPAP it was very nice uh, not seen that guy before and I won't have to come back for another year or so although I'll be back at this hospital probably in August because I've got to because I've got to have another appointment um, for something else but anyway um, so yeah 
I, I came out of the clinic. Um, oh, and of course the other not so great thing is that every single toilet in the hospital that I passed seemed to be closed for refurbishment and there were signs saying um, alternate toilets at this site and I'd really passed those and they were closed as well so it's a good thing I'm not desperate sorry you didn't need to know this but you know it paints a picture of paints a rather horrible picture of of other um, yeah traumatic few hours well you know I just don't like being late for appointments particularly when I've left nice and early and then other things get in the way but uh, Anyway, at least the appointment happened. I didn't get here and they say, uh, sorry, you're too late. Um, then, on the way out, I nipped into Marks and Spencer's and I got some sandwiches um, and a sausage roll and actually some interesting cereal um, because it was there and I forgot to get sweeties, but I probably shouldn't have sweeties anyway. Um, I haven't really decided what I'm doing as far as whether I'm going back to Wimbledon or whether I'm going all the way to Richmond yet. So we'll see how often the buses are, how well the buses are running before I make that decision. Um, yeah, so just had a sandwich. I'm pretty much ready to go and look for the bus. I'm very close to the bus stop, but I don't know. The bus stops, the seats at the bus stop are always really uncomfortable either metal or they're more perches than, sh than seats but oh well I'll go and have a look and uh, <coughs> then make a decision once I'm on the bus all right stay updated um, I'm not sure I may put something else on soon maybe maybe some music or well we'll see <laughs> okay more in a bit For this episode, but I've done all the, I've done all of the ick stuff. Where Nick, um, I'm going to do a little bit, a couple of scenes with Nick after we finish, just to make it sound like he was there. But I did, I did, because um, I'm, link, I'm linking this up with the fact that, that Ick's contract's running out, and 
I'll be taking advantage of him dropping, you know, using him as a taxi service, an unpaid taxi service. And is he perhaps looking to get a contract with a Smellcast or a contract with another American podcaster? Or um, so I've done all of that that stuff. So all we really need to do is us coming to dinner with you and Aunt Tappy, and uh, if you could, if she could serve us up some interesting American delights. Okay. And I've also, got, I've, I've also got a few. I've got a few things that we're going to at the end. We're going to kind of. Oh, we bought you some presents as well, and I've got a list of. We, I don't, I, I, don't, I hope they're all going to be things that you don't know because they say they're UK sort of. Um, yeah, so we're going to bring you some delights as well. So, um, but all we really need is you, me, Nick, and Aunt Happy. So. All right, and we can just. Uh, um, uh, and it, at the moment, Ick is creeping around somewhere, doing whatever Ick's doing, so we don't even have to encounter him. So, uh, and that way, we don't need to worry about um, talking over voices or anything like that. But, right. well, it, it, Ick's um, been on before. You know, he's been pre-recorded. I pre-recorded Ick. Yeah. Um, yes, although so I, I, I still want to. Uh, yeah, do, do a couple of little scenes with you just to make it sound like you were on the strip. Um, but, uh, um, so should we, should, yeah. shall we just start with, 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 with where we've kind of arrived? Um, and you're, we're, we're at, uh, Aunt Aunt Tappy's 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 Yeah. Oh, geez. Is this, in the great continuity of things, is this the first time I've been to Aunt Tappy? I think it I, is. I think it might be the first time you've been to Pickle Hollow as well. Yeah. I think I did mention that in the bit I recorded. Is this where you reside, or or or, or just your aunt? No, it's, it's it's where the spellcast and so everybody is. Yeah, everyone spellcast wise is in Pickle Hollow. Yeah, so. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, it's I call it the heart of the Finger Lakes region because I imagine it being exactly where Ithaca, New York, is located, yeah. <laughs> which is at the very end of Cuga Lake, a finger one of the Finger Lakes. And it kind of is right in the center of the state, and I and I refer to it as like five square miles of uh, weirdness surrounded by reality. <laughs> I was think I was thinking you've got a lot more space for um, like having a different having a new building pop up, or if you wanted a new location. Whereas I mean, I I can do, but I I've definitely got a. I've definitely got a picture of the area that covers between my flat and where it has his spaceship, and then Yeti Uncle John's magpie hut is is in between. Um, mm-hmm. Thought it, it is an actual area, but you can't actually do the walk that I describe in um, because there's there's a fence, and also there is a hut. I've seen the hut from. I don't think any. I'm not sure if anyone used it, but there is a hut. You can see from when you get on the train, you can see there's a hut down. Um, and I don't know what it was used for, but I imagine that that's the. I think I think if you have John's bag by heart, it's slightly better, better in better shape than the one that I, I can see. But there are definitely some locations I have on my shows that I imagine to be real, real aside from the ones that are semi real, like my parents. Yeah, um, your parents are semi real. Well, well, that's debatable. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> All right. Um, how about if we continue the conceit that you use a jetpack to go up instead of using the stairs? There's only one jetpack, so you have to go up. One of you has to go up first. 
and then lower the jetpack down so that the other person can use it. So I'll, I'll have Aunt Tappy refer to that. Yes, because um, yes, uh, Aunt Tappy's flat is, is a, a quite steep staircase. Yeah, it's a carriage house apartment, we call them. She, she always, uh, uh, get, last time I went, she got a jetpack for me, so I didn't have to do the stairs. Uh, but I went too high, I went too high up. <laughs> Nearly end up in space. <laughs> um, Okie dokie. Uh, yes, um, how, should we, how should we start? Um, you, you, uh, you guys have just come in and yeah. taken your coats off. Yeah. And Aunt Tappy would be prattling. Yeah. Um, here we go. <clears throat> Let me get to... Hello. Oh, I've got to find her voice sometimes. <laughs> oh, oh, I think I've got it. That's great. Thank you. I think that's... Uh, we, can keep, we can keep on... That's a wrap, We can keep guys. talking. That's a wrap, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, did, I thought I'd do some of the, the ink bits earlier, so I didn't, I, I didn't need to do too much with it. But... Uh, uh, it's, it's no, nice to be back into doing normal length episodes, having had so many special episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was telling Nick about um, recording for the Smellcast in bed at one thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, Nick, I, I instant messaged him and... I think I got the lines back in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I sat in bed with my woody hat on. <laughs> Is it a bit cold up there? Uh, can be in that bedroom, not as, but Toby has tried to reinstate it. But I've got two external walls. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, yeah. I also, because it's just a single bed, I end up losing the do often lose the duvets. <laughs> Um, if I'm not careful, because there's only one way for the duvet to go, it's, which is falling on the floor or staying on the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, duvets can, yeah, fall on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two. I've got two, and I'm, so I'm lucky if one... Usually I end up... I, I get left with one, uh, but I have two duvets just in, just in case one escapes. I went to I went to a hospital yesterday to have my hands... Ultrasound, an, an ultrasound on my hand, and... Um, it it was they managed to find me an appointment at the the closer hospital. I didn't even realise there was a hospital in that town, but it's a lot closer and easier to get to than the other hospitals I've been going to. Mm-hmm. And um, um, uh, but so it was sort of on my way to coming back home. So, I, but unfortunately, it was annoying because I had nothing else planned in the day. But my appointment was nearly five o'clock, so I had to hang around. I would have left earlier, but but I went I went there, and and it was really weird. It looked like a ghost town. There was, you did see the odd person, but it, I, I don't know whether it was because some people were on strike or whether it was mm. Just mm. late in the day or whether it's just not as used as much. But it, I got, I took a few photos to send a friend of mine who works in the hospital and said, "Look, it looks like I'm the only person here." Um, and <laughs> um, I, I, I had my, I had my hands ultrasound so they could see if they could see any sort of, they could see like information. Mm-hmm. Did but, did it reveal anything, or don't you know yet? Yeah, they sort of said that he could see, because it's not actually that that bad at the moment in my hands. But he said it wasn't like degeneration of of anything. It, but he could see where there'd been information. So, mm-hmm. so hopefully they can put that all together and work out what's best. But uh, the best thing about it was that the guy doing my ultrasound was super hot, um, <laughs> and. Um, 
he was very cute and he had a nice beard. <laughs> so, so I was kind of like, I could just stay here. I'll just stay here. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a fault in the machine. Could you do it all over again? <laughs> again. Uh, well, you know, he wore those scrubs where you can see the chest hair. I was, I was, very, <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. I'm just staying here now. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, that happened to me once. Uh, this was a long time ago, but uh, I, I, was, I was sent to the emergency room. And the, the doctor that came in was so astonishingly, breathtakingly beautiful. <laughs> when he started talking to me, I couldn't think of anything uh, that was wrong with me. Because all I could do, he was that heavy. He was like astonishingly. That, 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 that happened to me um, when we had like a new boiler put in, in the, in the flat. Um, and this guy, and he, and he was telling me how, like which buttons to press to get do certain thing, and, and we were like in this tight, quite tight corner because that's where the, the things. Well, and all I could think of was that he was very, very close to me and he was very attractive, and I couldn't understand anything he was saying. So ah. when whoever it was, Toby or Callum or whoever came came in and, and said, "Well, how does it work?" I was kind of like, "I, I don't know. I think it's in the book." I don't, he didn't tell me. <laughs> he he had told me, but I couldn't concentrate. So what are you guys up to the rest of the day? Um, we'll be having um, some something to eat around yeah. about six-ish, and uh, we're we've got we're watching the Stepford Wives, which I've never seen. Um, yeah. uh, Doctor Who, Planet of Evil, and yeah. possibly a Blake Seven. Maybe, and then we also got a Woody Allen, possibly. Um, but we have to see if we can fit it all in. If we don't, we've got we can do it next time. But yeah, um, Stepford Wives is one of my favourites, uh, and King <laughs> puts to watch that. Um, yeah, that's a good one. The, the, I like the book as well. The uh, the Woody Allen. Um, I have a feeling I might have seen Radio Days actually. Yeah, we were going to watch Radio Days. I, I just can't. I definitely haven't seen it that recently. So, um, but we may have seen it before. I kind of some of them I've got out of order, or some of them um, it's difficult. I've been waiting, waiting for you to bring in Sleeper. Um, oh, I, I I I must I must I must remember to do that one out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very good to bring that around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it was only last time I realised that, but I completely forgot. I need to make a note. I got so many notes on my phone there. Okay, guys. Thank Nick, it was good to be with you again. Oh, yeah. always a pleasure. Uh, I'm glad we did, were able to do something similar and yet different. To this. Uh, yeah. um, uh, it's nice to get you to feel hollow, Nick. Oh, it's, it was a very pleasant experience. <laughs> you must come again, dear. Oh, I will, my dear, I will. <laughs> Okie dokie. We'll speak to you soon. Okay. Have a good day. Take care. Bye for now. Bye.
Hi listeners, I'm at the bus stop. I've been at the bus stop for about, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. And there's not been a bus for me yet. And I finally went on the app and there's one in about 18 minutes. Um, So I guess I'll wait for it. I, I was thinking of getting a taxi or going to Tooting Broadway tube station but that could potentially mean lots of steps on because even though you've got escalators um, there are bits in all these stations where there seems to be steps um, actually I don't know how you even get down to some of these stations if, if you need if you're in a wheelchair because yeah anyway um so yes now it's time to rain as well oh here comes a bus i don't know what this one is there was no bus scheduled for a lot of them are coming through saying out of service um what's this one saying out of service or not in service makes me wonder if the not in service ones are ones that are supposed to be going to Richmond I'll wait until I'll wait for the one in 15 minutes and then have to make a decision I suppose don't particularly want to walk to the uh, tube station although I'm not even sure where you get a taxi from here um, there are other buses coming through but I've, I've been on the app and I can't get the timetable for that, so I don't know where, if one of the buses goes by, you know, a, a mainland station that's on my route, I could go there. I think, yeah, possibilities of going to Richmond are getting less and less, but uh, never mind. I've got plenty of other things to put in this episode, if needs be, and I can always have a grumble about it to comedy when I get home, but uh, here's another bus. Is that a bus? Funny looking bus. I think it is a bus. Again, I'm not sure it's scheduled. Maybe it's not in service as well. Uh, I think it's not in service. (sighs) Well, to be fair, the app doesn't say that there's a um, uh, a bus for me for another 10-15 minutes so I uh, just wonder what all these not in service buses are alright um, let's um, let's wait a little bit longer I shall update you hi listeners I'm back at Wimbledon. Um, my bus did eventually arrive, but it's just weird. There's so much traffic on the roads, and you're stuck in traffic jams, and then you sort of, I don't know, make a turn, and suddenly the road is empty. And it's like, where did all that traffic go to? Or did it, did it go off on a different route? And, Anyway, um, having been on the bus for 
It's now um, a little bit past half past 12 and considering my appointment ended at no later than half 10, um, yeah, the, the, the thought of sitting on a bus all the way to Richmond, um, the roads are so bumpy, my bum really hurts. Uh, just from being on that bus and, and I should think the distance to Richmond is probably two or three times more so I have given up and got off at Wimbledon and I'm just going to go home um, and, and moan about it to Cromarty um, now one of the reasons I wanted to go to Richmond was I wanted to go to Whole, Whole Foods um, yeah, maybe get a nice coffee. Um, so, yeah, that's not going to happen, but I intend to try and cut my losses and get at least some niceness at Wimbledon Station. So I really need to make a move because I've only got about 25 minutes now, so I'm going to see what niceness I can get hold of um, and at least have that to take home. And I do have my uh, my cereals as well that I got. Um, so it's not all bad. Uh, yes, I think I got... I don't think I actually told you what the cereals were. One, one's strawberries. Well, dried strawberries on like an oaty thing and one's a chocolate um, thing on oaty thing thing. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm losing the capacity to talk, it's so cold. My fingers are like ice. Um, yeah, try to make this day as nice as possible. When I went to St... Uh, no, it's not St... When I went to Ash, Ashford Hospital the other day and managed to work in a, a trip to Staines and go to HMV and go to McDonald's. And although it wasn't perfect because there were no seats for the last bit of the journey to the railway station at least the weather was nice but today it's been very difficult to salvage good things so I just need to cling to whatever I can find <laughs> um, okay right let's do it I'll report back on the train okay wish me luck wish me luck Hi listeners, um, I'm on the train back home now. Um, so how did my little, um, um, I don't know, what would you call it, um, search for treats, how did that go at Wimbledon Station? Um, it was a bit mixed. Um, not a failure, not a complete failure. I, uh, I went to see if they still sold Cornish pasties because there used to be a whole business like the Cornish Pasty Society or something, it wasn't called that, but anyway, uh, it used to sell interesting Cornish pasties, not just the basic ones, lots of different flavours, 
um, nicely warmed up and I thought oh that would be nice so cold nice to have something warm and I'm not stopping sort of to go into a restaurant I'm yeah, keen to go home now after everything that's gone on today uh, well everything that hasn't gone on today just just how slow and yeah everything was anyway they no longer have the Cornish pasty place but there's a Greg's um, which is like a well-known sort of budget price bakery in the UK and um, everyone always goes on about their pasties being nice and ooh, so I saw that they had pasties and so they weren't that expensive so I got a steak one and it's like a square rather than you know, a full-size pasty um, and I thought well I've got a, I've got something in my bag Spencer's, but I'll keep that for my tea. Um, so, yeah, I got a steak pasty or a steak square, and I think it's supposed to be cheese and beans and sausages square thing. Um, now, well, I guess I'll tell you about what it was like when, um, when I get to that part of the journey, but... Um, I also had seen that there was a nice cake shop um, that I used to go to when I used to get the train from Vauxhall. A bit expensive, but well, you know, maybe, maybe. So I went through the barriers, and when I got through the barriers, I suddenly saw that they changed the configuration of the cafe, and actually now the main area for you to get. Um, from that shop was back where I'd come from, the other side of the barrier. I think had I wanted to got a coffee or something, I, I could still have been served from the side I was now on. That would be doing themselves out of business, but uh, um, but from that side of the counter, you couldn't really see the cakes or make any decisions, so... I just gave up on it. I just gave up on that and decided I'd get a coffee from Starbucks. Now there's a little Starbucks on the platform um, on Wimbledon Station on my pla- on the platform I was on. And so I got a, a skinny vanilla latte and um, which cost me a mortgage. No. It, it was pushing five pounds by the time I'd, which is about the po- about the price of a pint. Don't know are they comparable. I'm not sure. Probably, possibly. You don't get drunk on a coffee, but there we go. You don't get drunk on a pint either. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what coffee they were using today. It wasn't. It was a bit bitter. It wasn't the nicest. It may have been a particular blend. It's hard to know. Sometimes they burn the coffee. Um, and sometimes it's the actual uh, uh, the type of coffee. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't their best, but you know, it was all right. Um, going through Isha on the train past Sam, past Sandown Park. I think there must be horse racing on today. Not many people in the stalls, but there are some, and there's definitely uh, horses on the track. 
been there a few times, a fair few times, not for a long time, with Callum. Uh, anyway. So I got my coffee. I was going to get a cinnamon bun, but, well, two, I was going to get one for Toby as well, but they were £3.50 each. <laughs> moan, moan, moan. It's just that those boxes of posh cereal I got from Marks and Spencer's were only £3 each. Um, so, no. I, can have, I, can, I had a bit of sweet in my coffee anyway, with the vanilla sauce. Um, and I've got the cereal I can have later. Um, they spelt my name wrong on my cup as well. They spelt it Pol. P-O-L. Um, never mind. Um, yeah. So, spelling mistakes. Then my, uh, my train arrived. And, um, I got on it. I think the ticket lady's coming now. Somebody's not bought a ticket. Um, so I ate my pasties and drank my coffee. Um, the beans and sausage one was stone cold. Perhaps it was meant to be stone cold. Perhaps I was just expecting too much. Uh, expecting um, it to be warm. The steak pie, though, or the steak square, that that was lukewarm, that, or a little bit more. That was more like I was expecting. Um, probably five out of ten for the uh, sausage and bean one, and six out of ten for the steak one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. at least they weren't expensive. Anyway, I'm nearly home now just leaving Hersham um, about three stops from home Toby's actually going to the dentist so uh, I shall have a bit of a, a moan to Cromarty when I get in if he's in of course he might be doing a shift I didn't even think about that um, anyway uh, so sorry today hasn't been as I thought it was going to be it wasn't the adventure I was hoping for but I did my best um Anyway, ticket lady is coming, so I better go. Um, and uh, yes, um, more, more, more soon. What you, you listen to a clip or something, huh? Oh, that'd be cool. Okay, um, back in a moment.
you rather be in a room for a year with only one movie to watch or only one book to read? A little bit similar to the other one, but not. I guess it's books versus movies. Uh, definitely book to read. Book to mm. read because um, I think um, the first thing that springs to mind is that I think it was um, Christopher Lee that used to read Lord of the Rings every year for mm. so many years. And I think with books, I'm guilty of this, that sometimes you read a book and with the best intentions of the world, you can scan through it mm. and you get sort of the general gist of it but then um, you miss bits out or you can miss, I mean, as we go back to sort of talking about lyrics, so words are king, words are everything. And mm-hmm. um, you can pick up more things. Whereas I would say if I thought of a film like, for example, with an and I, which has got great dialogue and stuff, I would get bored of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just maybe with your experience of doing your films and my experience of doing plays, um, by the end of doing the play or doing the film, you're kind of just like fed up with it. And you just like, you know, you just want to sort of forget about it. And stuff. Yeah, and also, the, the, the one film I do watch every year, or certainly the last few years, is Black Christmas on Christmas Day. But even that is too much too often really for me i i'm i'm usually more of a three or four years between watching you know there's some people i know who perhaps go through all of doctor who like, like in order every year or so and, and i i i need there to be about five years between seeing a doctor who story again really i, I want to have not exactly forgotten it or i tend to watch the ones that i have almost forgotten that i perhaps haven't watched for 10 years say um, um uh, it's funny I also find it's funny, and some people say, "Oh, you know, you, oh, you're always watching Doctor Who, always," and, and yet they have perhaps a film or a comedy series that they watch on repeat far more than I ever watch the shows that I like. Um, I think some people don't realise how how into stuff they are themselves when they criticise other people for, um, for 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 doing exactly what they do, but they kind of don't see it in their head that they they do it. If you know what I mean? Well. Now you bring up Doctor Who, um, recently I watched what I call the very average, average Pat Troughton episodes, um, which are the Crotons, and guess which the other one is? Dominators. Yes. Yeah, those two. And you kind of wish, why can't those be lost and we've got the other ones back? <laughs> I, I, um, I haven't watched the Dominators in a long time. Um, Crotons, I feel like I have more fondness for because of it being repeated in 80... Was it repeated in 81 or was it 82? Uh, I, I, I can never remember which ones they repeated for each of the repeat seasons. But, uh, but anyway, I, I, but again, I haven't watched the Crotons for ages. But. but with those two, they what I call the extra average, the super average Pat Troughton things. And like, I'll watch them, but as I say, like it takes me a while to go back to them. But what I have found is that if I've been watching other things and I find out there's a certain actor that's got like a a small bit part in those, I go, oh, look out for him and stuff. Uh, And a bit like the Avengers, like there's like certain Avengers episodes I can sort of take or leave. But then sort of when I go back to them, um, I think it's the bird that knew too much. Yeah. 
yeah. where it's literally got the character called Mr. Twitter, which obviously mm-hmm. is very sort of, um, but, and it turns out the guy who's Mr. Twitter was the Dr. Hawken in, uh, war games. Mm-hmm. You think, Oh, I didn't realize that. And like, um, you know, you sort of go back and you sort of watch it afresh from that point of view, or you see sort of other things and you go, Oh yeah, it's him. But, uh, yeah. Classic example, actually. We were watching a Midsummer Murders the other night, and it had Freddie Jones in it. And Angelique was very sort of taken with Freddie Jones's character. It's like, oh, that's a really good character. He's playing that very well. And then we watched the Avengers episode, Who's Who, I think it is, where they got the brain swap thing. And then she watched that. It's like, oh my god, that's him. And ditto, we watched the Midsummer Murders with um, William Gaunton. And William Gaunt in this episode of Midsummer Murders is, you know, middle-aged, sort of 60s, 70s William Gaunt. And I said, do you realise it's that guy from The Champions? And I literally had to sort of pull up a picture of him. <laughs> from the, and you go, oh, wow. So it can sort of make you go back and have, have another look at things in a new light, I'd say. I'll just do two or three more. Um would you rather sleep every night in a room with someone who snores or in a room with a fly buzzing around? Ooh, I'd probably say fly. Um, annoying. Because that's probably due to my love of Southeast Asia, where I've slept in various places. Um, snoring is one of those weird things. We could spend a long time talking about <laughs> it. Um I mean, first of all, I'd say earplugs are, are great, but I'd probably say with a fly, yeah, because like, at least if there's a fly buzzing around, I could pretend I was in Bali or Singapore or Malaysia or what have you. I have some some sympathy for snorers because I, I used to be one, and I don't think I am now because I have a CPAP, but mm. it would also make me think, well... When I did snore, it was probably because I needed a CPAP a lot earlier than I had one, because um, I, sn- I snored when I was a lot slimmer as well. So probably it would have been a bit borderline sleep apnea. Um, so it's not always. I, th- I wonder how many other people who snore might also, you know, ha- how much it is, you know, are there people who just snore and they don't actually have, or was it, or was, you know, I don't quite know the the, the background into. How, you know, when, when, when is snoring just snoring? When is it actually maybe something a bit more concerning? But, um, but it's fly, especially when you can't see them and it's dark and you can hear it. <laughs> um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's concerning in its own way. As I said, that are probably, as it were, attending a bit of Avengers, like it remind me of being in, in the tropics. As yeah. With, as, yeah. Um, what about, would you rather only be able to go out when it's light outside or only when it's dark outside? Um, that's an easy one. When it's light outside, uh, going back to our collective London decadence when we were both in our twenties, you know, I was very much a night owl and falling out of clubs at God knows what time in the morning. These days, if I'm at home or in the late, I mean... (laughs) This is such an old man thing. In the Lake District, it's it's vital that I get up and I'm around when it's early because if you've got to sort of go somewhere to start a walk, the parking is so rare and so sort of, you know, sort of 
you know, difficult to get. That like um, there's been times that um, and this sounds like sacrilege. I, I now stay in guest houses, and obviously one of the great things about staying in guest houses is you get the full English breakfast. But there's been times recently I've I've said to them I'm going to skip the breakfast because I need to be out. So um, there's been times in the last few years that I've um, you know I've been out the door like six half six in the morning to park up at somewhere down in Borrowdale or wherever in order to sort of, you know, get the walking done. And the good thing with that is that you start the walking early and you finish the walking early as well. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I think um, I would rather be out when it's light because I, I remember even like 10 years or more ago that I dated somebody who was pretty younger than me. I was in my 30s. They were a bit younger than me. and They'd perhaps just finished university, but... Um, they were still living a bit of a student life, even though they now had a, a proper job and everything. Um, but they tended to, at weekends, go to bed at three or four o'clock in the morning and then wake up and it would be, uh, it would almost be getting dark again because it was in the winter. And, and I definitely started to experience sort of, I mean, I can't sleep for hours and hours anyway. I mean, sure. um, I can sleep like six or eight hours. Uh, I don't find that I can sleep for like 10, 12 hours. Um, and, and and I just found it, a I found it very boring waiting around for them to wake up. But uh, I I also began to sort of think, you know, when I'm going to work during the week, it's almost dark as I arrive, and as I leave, it's dark, and I don't really go out at lunch break. Uh, and then at weekends, when I could be going out, uh, I'm with somebody who doesn't even get up till nearly four o'clock, and and you go out. So I'm really I'm beginning to get sort of seasonal disaffection order. Or it's sure, been, sure. Um, so I think, yeah, I think if I was only seeing the dark, then I would, um, yeah, that would begin to affect me. Now, this is the last one, then we will have to go back to whatever else is going on. Um, would you rather be famous now and forgotten when you die or unknown now and famous after your death? Uh, well, fame is an interesting thing. Uh, yeah. I think talking to a lot of creative people and stuff, which I do because a lot of my friends are creative in various aspects. Um, I will touch upon the thing. I had a bit of a deep conversation with a friend of mine recently about recognition and ego and stuff. I, um, I think I put the kibosh on my sort of fame when I turned 30, because when I turned 30, I bought my first house and I bought my first filing cabinet and like, it kind of put an end to my dreams as it were <laughs> in that sense. Like I'd, I'd been playing about, and we, even then I was playing in bands, but literally I was in a situation where I was in a band that was based in London and I was having to do this ridiculous commute. And it kind of just said to me, um, no, that's it. I'd rather have a roof over my head and you know food on the table and so in terms of fame if i do something with let's say for the stuff i upload to my soundcloud which i think i look at it some people look at it'd very much be a thing after i'm gone if someone picks it up and said oh wow this guy did this stuff so it'd be yeah it'd be much more sort of famous after i've gone I, I'm more in terms of um, just living a life, a piece of myself, 
and not sort of, dare I say it, wanting acceptance from people and kind of thinking, oh, please like me. I mean, that sounds a bit sort of like daddy loved me or, if, you know, we could go down that route and yeah. stuff. So it, it it doesn't really bother me in the slightest. The, the creative things I do these days are purely for my own amusement. And, and even you know, having been in bands, you must have got people... If you were playing locally, who'd go, oh, and you're in that band. So you'd get little tiny, little, little, little tiny bits of fame, wouldn't you? Um, and and, and I've, I've occasionally bumped into people who go, oh, and you that Shayetti guy. And they couldn't even remember what my real name was. Um, so, so you sometimes do get little tiny little bits along the way um, that, that, that are kind of nice. But, but I imagine if it was like that, but every day you went... I mean, e- even the YouTube channels I follow, the Endless Adventure, they're start because they've been doing a lot more travels around America. They're they're starting, to, you know, they're kind of go, oh, I bumped into we bumped into somebody who watches our videos. And even that, I begin to find a bit too much um, uh, th- that you're being noticed all the time. Although they seem to be nice meetings, um, uh, it, yeah, it's sort of well. The problem with all that stuff these days, and I'm speaking generally is that sometimes um, there's like a YouTube travel channel that I, or we used to follow quite a lot, and we used to enjoy their films because they'd be traveling and doing things. And um, I would like sort of mess with them saying, oh, that's really great and stuff. And like, um, it would give them, for want of a better word, a bit of fame. <laughs> Wait for it. They then say, oh, by the way, any chance you can like chuck us some money? It's like, oh, don't do that. You're spoiling it now and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, I do contribute to a number of Patreons and stuff, but that's like on my own terms. I like it when I'm doing Patreons that like um, the people I'm following, I'm following because I really enjoy their content and it's a way of sort of like sort of furthering that. But I don't like it when um, you're, you, you follow something on a podcast or YouTube and you say, Oh, that's great. And then they basically get a bit pushy with you and say, right, give me some money then. It's like, well, no piss off. No, why should I, you know, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. like when I've been to see bands playing gigs and I've been polite to like, you know, I'll be at the bar and like, you know, one member of the band comes up to bar. So, oh yeah, nice one. Yeah, can I get you a drink? You know, this and the other. So, yeah. And then they start giving me this spiel about how amazing they are. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, hold on. You're not that great. Love. You're not <laughs> that great. Like, I mean, to be honest, you know, you know, I do stuff, which is on a part of what you do, but I don't yeah. bang on about it. Um, so yeah, yeah definitely. Just, yeah. I definitely get that. Cause that's a bit like how I felt with, um, that, that friend of mine I was telling you about, um, in, in something we, else we've recorded, mm. which may or may not have gone out of this stage, but um, yeah, talking to somebody who you think of as being maybe an e- quite an equal, and then clearly talking to you like they think they're somehow better than you, and you think <laughs> we're just we're on completely different paths. How can you can you can't really compare the two? It's uh, it's an interesting one because without getting too sort of deep about this thing, obviously by our nature everybody has an ego, and like ever wants the ego to be sort of like massaged and satisfied but then sometimes people sort of get this sort of inflated sense of worth and it's like oh how do you you know sort of like deal with that and like uh people can get a bit carried away with themselves let's put it that way
Oh, dear Paul, what an awful day you've had. It, it does feel pretty awful, Cromarty. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it all seems like like first world problems and all that sort of thing. But when you've already got aches and pains, and no, there are no proper seats at the bus stop, I, don't, I mean, bus stops are not made for you to sit uh, there for like forty five minutes uh, in in the rain and and, and the cold, and uh, it's you know. It makes everything else worse. And then, you know, you've left plenty of time uh, and you start to get anxious. And then, you know, it's one thing after another. It's like a farce. It is, Paul, yes. Gosh, I mean, the whole business, like when you arrived at the hospital and you didn't even know where you were. I mean, that's just another thing. I know, I know. Yeah. I know that hospital really well. Well, as I said to the guy at the clinic, I know where I know in that hospital very well. Yes, you've been there many times. Yeah, I've been going to that CPAP clinic for, I don't know, five, six years. And um, the the same with the lymphedema clinic. Um, And, you know, there was a point when my legs were bad. I had a three-weekly... intensive bandaging thing where I went every day for like three weeks um but because that was very early I had to take a super early train which wasn't too busy and and stopped at Wimbledon and the buses weren't that busy and dear oh dear Paul it doesn't help that those stupid trains don't stop at all the stations um early in the morning uh but they do the rest of the day. I know, I know. It's never made sense to me. I mean, it, it, it's all priority for people who are, are shooting into central London and, um, you know, no thought for people who um, might be needing to stop at Wimbledon or Clapham Junction. It is absolutely moronic. It is, Paul, absolutely. And... <laughs> get on at the station you have a seat then you have to get off at Surbiton and then get on a train which is now packed and then you have to stand up although that didn't happen to me today one of the better things that that did or did not happen yeah so yeah I mean ridiculous the whole thing of where all the toilets were closed and then you know they're guiding you to other toilets that, that are also closed I mean no no you know, um, joined up thinking. So they close them over here and then somebody else is... I mean, ugh, you didn't wet yourself, though. No, comedy. I didn't wet myself. I think that's the one good thing about having some of the issues that I have is that I tend to retain water, if you really want to know. I'm sorry, Paul, I should not have asked. No, well... Um, so, you know, I'm disappointed about not going to Richmond. Um, but by the time all that had happened and... In this weather, I uh, just needed to get home, really. And that bus, the journey back from the hospital, so slow, the traffic so slow. I mean, this is well, what, why were there people in cars? What were they doing in cars at that time of the day? Surely they should, they should have been at work by that point. Well, I, can, I can understand being caught in rush hour on the way out, but coming back at whatever time it was, 12 o'clock or, or whatever it was. Why are there so many people on the road then? It doesn't make sense. Oh, Paul, calm down. Calm down now. 
trying to calm down. I'm trying to calm down. Uh, I mean, I've got to go back to that hospital um, for an appointment in August. Although, I don't know what time of day, because that could make a difference. Uh, I was thinking, yes, that would be that would be all right. I could go for my little trip to Richmond then. But if it's an afternoon appointment, then I won't. And also, when I have my legs measured for for my compression stockings, um, it's quite tiring or sort of doing that. So maybe maybe I will, maybe I won't. Oh dear, Paul. You could go to Richmond another time. I know, but I'm just trying to turn these hospital appointments into something more than just spending the money to go to the hospital, you know. I don't go out much, so if I'm going to go out for a reason, then I'll, you know, I'll try and turn it into something nice, like you did when you went to Ashford, like I did when I went to Ashford. I mean, that was a lot more successful, ultimately. I got to go to HMV. I got to have a McDonald's. As I was saying to the listeners earlier, the walk back was definitely a bit trying. Um because there were no seats along this long, long path from the town to the station. No joined-up thinking. They probably can't afford to put benches, or they think, well, no-one's going to want to stop. But but there's a difference between, you know, it's not a beauty spot, but and actually you need to rest, because, you know, you have aches and pains. Oh, dear, oh, dear, Paul. If you were Prime Minister, you'd make it happen. I would not want to be Prime Minister. No, Paul, it's fine. You won't, you won't be. Good. Um, yeah, I mean, no sense at all. There probably were seats on that path, but some youths set them on fire. Oh, Paul, you mustn't stereotype the youths as being vandalous. It's difficult not to. People were doing it in our day. People our age were doing it. So why wouldn't they be doing it now? There are still as many stupid people um, now as there were when we were younger. I hesitate to say probably more. I, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm pretty sure that there are still thugs and nasty idiots out there now, just as many as there were when we were younger. Oh, dear, oh, dear, Paul. Let it out, let it out. I, I am trying to let it out. The poor listeners, that will have turned off. No, 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 Paul, I'm sure they understand. They, uh, you know, they, they they have probably been through similar things. It's frustrating. I know it's frustrating. I wanted it to be a nice day. Well, you know, you did manage to do a few nice things. I did. Um, I got that nice posh cereal and I had nice sandwiches for Marks and Spencers. But I had to sit and eat them in the freezing, freezing cold. Yes, Paul. Oh, gosh. Um, but they were still tasty. Uh, I I got to have a coffee, a posh coffee, even though it wasn't the nicest blend ever. Um, oh, and I mucked up Wordle. You mucked up Wordle, Paul? What, for yourself? No, when I was doing it with my mum. Uh, I think my brain was so cold. You know how I do Wordle with my mum? Yes, yes, I do. You know how, like, she suggests words and I tell her whether she's right or what letters are right? Yes. Well, there was an S in one of the words that she suggested, and there was an S in the final word, the real winning wordle word, and you forgot to tell her. Well, there were a few other letters. She had. She was beginning to get there slowly, but she kept having them in the wrong place. And I, I, uh, I told her that 
Oh, no, it's not there. It's, yes, it's that. You've got that. And I totally forgot to tell her she had the S in the wrong place. Then she wouldn't have known. And she, oh, I didn't do that well myself. I'm sure she will understand, Paul. I'm sure she will. I'm sure she will. I mean, at least I didn't get told off when I got to the clinic. No, Paul. No. The man at reception was, well, he didn't say a lot, but he was quite nice. And the man I saw, the actual guy who did my appointment, was extremely nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, I didn't seem to mind that I was, you know... I was only five minutes late. Well, that's not too bad, is it, Paul? What makes me cross is that they don't give you a number. Why don't they give you a number where you could call them and say, I'm running five minutes late, I'm stuck on a bus? There's no way of doing that, no way of doing it quickly. Oh. Why can't you text them or email them or, or what, what, you know? It makes no sense whatsoever. If you were running late for a doctor's appointment, you could at least ring your doctor and say, I'm sorry, I'm stuck in traffic. I will be five minutes late. You know, you might have to wait a few minutes if there's other people on the line. But, you know, you can get through to them relatively quickly. But uh, not with um, not with these clinics. I mean, oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear, Paul. Well, at least the listeners got to listen to some nice other recordings, things that I pre-recorded with, with some guests. So hopefully, listeners, um, you know, I've probably spoiled it for you by moaning in between it. Lots of nice guests with moaning in between. That's, that's what this episode has been about. It has, Paul. But I'm sure the listeners have enjoyed it. I hope so. I hope so. I hope you have, listeners. Um, you know, things usually go well, you know, when you record things, you know, you're recording them because they went well. But, um, yeah, um, still, it can't be helped. It can't be helped, Paul, no. No, it can't be helped, no. But I think it's time to uh, say goodbye, listeners. I'm back in my flat. I'm curled up in bed. Yes, I'm here too. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> there's room. You're, you're, only, you're only small. I'm only small, Paul. Yes, you're only small. Um... And, yeah, I'm going to have a nap. Oh, this is uh, um, quite unexpected. <laughs> it is, but I think we... Well, I definitely need it. <laughs> OK, right, well, listeners, we've got plenty of episodes in the can. There'll be more coming soon. You take care. And I'm sorry I've been such a moody old bear today. All right, you take care. Goodbye, say goodbye, Cromarty. Goodbye, Cromarty. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Ugh. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Myself at the hospital. I did not wet myself at the hospital. Oh, that's what I heard. No, that there were no loos at the hospital. They were all closed. Well, there was. I saw one women's toilet open. And I wasn't going in there. No, Paul. That would have caused problems. I think that definitely would have been, um, you know, uh, 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 problematic. Yes, I think it would have been quite quite understandably. If uh, you know, great big old yeti goes marching into a lady's toilet. No, um, 
but I didn't, no, I was fine. You held it all in then? I held it all in, yes, I yes, I did. Thank you very much. Oh dear, I'm sorry about that. It's amazing how gossiping things get spread, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, Cromarty was telling me, you see, and I I just made assumptions and I, I got it all wrong. Yeah. Yes, well, I, I did get a little bit wet, but not because of that. I mean, it had been sort of rainy out there, but not heavily, but just damp rain and, you know, all of the seats were wet and I had to sort of... Um, I couldn't really not sit down, so I had to sort of wipe the rain off as as much as possible, so I could sit on at least the edge of the chairs at, at different bus stops and railway stations and and whatever. Nothing seems to be under cover. Oh dear, oh dear! So you did get a wet bum then? Yes, yes, I did, but not the way that you were inferring. Not that there's anything wrong about it, Paul. If you did. You would have been a victim of circumstance. I would. I really don't want to talk about this, Yeti Uncle John. You're just trying to wind me up now. I've I've been wound up enough, um, you know, as it was. Oh, dear, oh, dear, Paul. I'm only trying to be nice. I'm only trying to show some concern. Yeah, well, um, that's very much appreciated, but uh, um, I've got to call my mum and apologise for mucking up... uh, the wordle. Um, I can hear the theme music coming, so we better go. Yes, yes. Uh, well, I'm uh, uh, very sorry that your 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 trousers got wet. Thank you. Yes. Oh dear. Oh dear. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. Wow, really? No kidding. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the 548 Network. Find more shows over at Pride48.com. <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. So, Paul, how was your mum? Oh, she was okay. Did she forgive you for messing up the wordle? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, oh, that's some good news, actually. Um, she, she, I'm supposed to be seeing them again in a, in a week or so's time. It won't be like next episode. Or it might not even be the episode after that, but it'll be in the next few episodes. I'm supposed to be going back. What, what, what are you suggesting? What are you saying? Well, I'm saying that I'm thinking of doing a, another diary episode, a bit like this one, but I'm hoping it'll be more positive because I'm going to go back to Salisbury for, like, 
a week or 10 days. And, um, you know, I haven't done one of these for a while where I sort of talk to different people. And I know I'll probably be seeing uh, Paul H., uh, Paul from school and Nick and Nick's also got a party we might even be recording a chatterbox episode around that time as well plus I usually record with other people and, and who knows who I might bump into oh right that, that sounds good sorry what I was going to say is um you know that you know Yeti Uncle John got to pay a visit last year yes well I, I was wondering if um you might like to come along, Fromity. You know, me and my parents. I mean, I know you've met them before, uh, perhaps once or twice, but uh, yes, yes, but would come and stay with them. Yeah, like Yeti Uncle John did. I feel bad that you haven't been invited. And, you know, why not Why not come along and, uh, you know, you, you can uh, uh, you, you can come to Nick's party and um, maybe... Other things whilst I'm away? Uh, I don't know. Well, I'd love that, Paul. Um, I, I Let me know the date so I can make sure I'm not working at the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, I've got the dates written down somewhere. Um, it's about, you know, uh, ten, a week or ten days. Something like that. Oh, that's good. I, I'm, I'm expecting to have, uh, you know, some time off. What about your experiments? But some of them I can take with me. You know, I can actually do them with your parents. Now, you're not going to blow my parents' house up, are you, by mistake? I would never do that, Paul, no. Well, sounds like a good idea, then. Um, it would be nice to have you there. Um, you know, uh, yeah. I, I'm keen to meet the unfriendly cats. The unfriendly cats. Yes, they're still pretty unfriendly. They never, they never say anything to me. Well, very little. I mean... Sometimes I think I'm sometimes I think I'm making headway and they're being more friendly and then I realise that they're not. <laughs> oh dear. I know. <laughs> What's this? What's going on? Oh uh nothing. I thought I heard you talking about going back down to Salisbury, uh, to see your parents. Oh yes, yes, I'm going with him. Uh, going to visit, going for a visit. I thought probably he could do with a, a little break. Oh yeah, marvellous. Marvellous, when is it? I'll get my stuff packed. Uh, um, Yeti Uncle John, I mean, this was supposed to be just cromity. Oh, oh, what, what, so so I'm not invited? I mean, uh, Pat and Michael would be very disappointed. Uh, Pat and Michael would... Look, um, I'm sure you could come along if you want. After all, there are three spare bedrooms. Well, that's marvellous. Oh, you don't mind if I have the double, do you, Cromarty? Um, I, I, I don't know, uh, whatever. Well, yes, Uncle John's probably a bit big for the single room. I think you'd fit, Cromarty, in the single room. Oh, right, yes. Um, so yes, Uncle John's coming now, too. He is, if that's okay. Even though, strictly speaking, he wasn't invited. Oh, zero, dear. I know you're teasing. I'm looking forward to it, Paul. Let me know. Oh, I work my own hours, so, uh, yeah, it wouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't be a problem. Good. Well, listeners, um, it's nearly time to go. So, yes, we'll be doing this episode, this diary episode, next time I go down to Salisbury. As I say, it won't be next episode, or, or maybe not even the episode after, but, yeah, soon, soon, um, you'll see 
what happens? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I, I'm sure it'll be great fun, Paul. I'm sure it will be. I'll just call back my mum and let her know that, that there'll be three of us coming down next time. Oh, well, I will help. I'm happy to do washing up or even cook a meal or do anything. Housework? Yeah, they might get you uh, doing some gardening. They did They did with me last time. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit uh, problematic, as they say. Uh, yeah, yes, well, OK. Um, well, you're, you're supposed to be getting a bit of a rest, Cromarty, so we'll, we'll see what happens. OK, Paul, <laughs> all right, we have to go now. Yes, we have to go. All right, right. Uh, goodbye, listeners. Oh, this is marvellous. I'm most pleased. <laughs> yes, it's Uncle John's return. <laughs> oh, yes, marvellous. Absolutely marvellous, yes. Oh, dear. Oh, kitty, kitty, dearie. Purple, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> oh, I love Dee My goodness, that was a darling little shoe. Whoa, I love that one. <laughs> Great show, Paul. Yeah, that was a good shoe. Uh, before we go, I've got two very quick things. Uh, I have, uh, talking about cooking, I have uh, pre- presented... I have some wonderful food on my the table here, and I just want to to see which of these dishes you you would prefer. So um, one is one is breakfast dishes, one is like an evening meal. So um, out of saffron risotto with shrimp, or um, oops, uh, I can offer you that. I can offer you asparagus salad. I can offer you black bean stew can offer you egg, bacon, avocado and tomato sandwich or fried toffee and vegetables uh, which if, if you had to make if you had to make a decision what would you choose from that? Uh, that's easy I'd go for the shrimp one um, yeah so I've just um, had to move around a bit because again this is not a euphemism I've just been juggling my roast potatoes <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like eggs so that makes that easy um, no. so uh, yeah, I um, one good thing about traveling is that you get to, as you'd appreciate as well from your traveling, is you get to appreciate lots of sort of different cultures and tastes and things. And um, one thing that I had sounds very decadent on a flight back from Singapore a few years ago, I had lobster, lobster thermidor, which I love. So, like, I love, I love shrimp, love prawns. When I was in San Francisco, I had the clam chowder, which was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, you're on a plane, you're flying somewhere, and I come along with my trolley, and I so um, uh, we have these things on the trolley for your breakfast. Which would you like? I think I know what the answer will be, listeners. Um, you can have pancakes with maple and vanilla. You can have breakfast quesadillas. You can have some peaches. You can have a kiwi and apple smoothie, or you can have classic bacon and eggs. Which would you like, sir? 
this might surprise you, I'd go for the smoothie because mm. I'm of that age that I sort of box <laughs> clever when it comes to flying. Mm. Um, if I fly long haul, I might have a few drinkies and have some food. But when it comes to breakfast, I um, think I need something to sort of, you know, counteract <laughs> the decadence, shall we say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's fine. Uh, that's what you'll have to say. Anyway, that's 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 all we that's all for this time. Thank you very much. That's great, thank you. Let's see if I can stop recording. well, gotta tell you. I didn't expect that. This is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard.